You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein with you here on a Saturday, November 12th. J.P. Finley just tweeted, Monday night... The Commanders, because they play Monday night, they practice today at 11.15. But Ron Rivera told JP earlier this week that the team doesn't have to make a call on Chase Young until Sunday afternoon. And he said, I expect them to take all of that time. So we do not know the latest on whether or not Chase Young will make his debut this season on Monday Night Football. But right now I wanted to open up to the phone lines with this question. Which quarterback gives Washington the best chance to win when Carson Wentz returns to health? All right, when that finger is figured out. 1-800-636-1067. John Keim for ESPN wrote about Taylor Heineke's Curtis Samuel touchdown pass last week, and I loved his quote. I'm going to read it for you guys right now. It was the epitome of, it was the epitome of the Heineke good life. A big play that could have swung either way that ends up positive. That's exactly what the Heineke experience is like. It really is. Heineke said, I play my I play my best when I do it. Excuse me. I play my best when I do play it like it's my last playing game. And that's what kind of got me to this point. So you know, why change that now? I think that's when I play my best and that's kind of who I am. So I'm going to keep doing that. I think Taylor needs to do that this Monday. Taylor needs to come out against Philly and realize his job's on the line. He needs to play, like he said, play like it's his last time as the starting quarterback in Washington. He has to play like that. Because it probably is. One more mediocre to bad performance from Heineke, and you have no choice but to go back to Carson Wentz. Washington's offense has been marginally more productive with Heineke under center. The Commanders have averaged more points and total yards with TH4 under center. And two of three of Heineke's starts have resulted in victories. But the one loss was the 10-point fourth-quarter lead blown to the Minnesota Vikings. Scott Turner said, I think there's been some up and downs with both guys. I think a lot of it has to do with who you are playing. All of these guys have issues. You know, it's not like we have a choice between one great quarterback and one average one. Who should Washington start moving forward when both are healthy? Well, here's what I'm going to tell you. It's either Taylor Heineke or Carson Wentz. I don't want to start Sam Howell. I don't want to ruin his career by starting him when he's not ready as a rookie. All right? So here's the thing. We're not choosing between two good quarterbacks. I kind of look at it like you're sitting down at the dinner table. Or you go out to eat and you look at a menu. We're not choosing between ribs or chicken. We're not choosing between a juicy steak or a burger. You look at our quarterbacks, we're choosing between the vegetables. It's broccoli or asparagus. 
Carnix, Car, Carson Wentz is the asparagus. He's long. He's lengthy. He's got some upside in him. But we all know what, high, uh, what asparagus does to your breath. <laughs> and then there's broccoli, right? Broccoli's good. And Heineke can have some fun. And broccoli tastes good with some butter with it. And a good running game. But it's broccoli. There's a hundred other vegetables I'd rather have. Mushrooms and onions than the green stuff. That's what we're dealing with. If Carson had defeated the Tennessee Titans when he had four plays from the two-yard line, we're not even having this conversation. I promise you guys, if Carson Wentz defeated the Titans, we're not having this conversation. You're sticking with him. Ron Rivera's sticking with him 100% as soon as he came back from injury. But they lost that game. I think if Taylor Heineke doesn't throw that interception over the head of Logan Thomas versus the Vikings, they weren't having this conversation either. You're saying, oh yeah, we're sticking with Heineke for the rest of the year because the team's on a four-game win streak. How can you change that? But here we are. Here we are. One quarterback has the arm strength and size. The other, he's got heart. Taylor needs to go out there and earn his starting spot because if he doesn't play well... I do think it's time to turn back to Carson Wentz. David Aldridge wrote an article this week about Taylor Heineke for The Athletic. and said Taylor Heineke might be the better option for a given game, considering his mobility and Washington's pass protection concerns. The team is 9-9 nine nine in his 18 regular season starts over the past two seasons. Heineke is also a savant with offensive coordinator Scott Turner's scheme. But there's no pretending Heineke is more than a solid backup, capable of starting when needed. Go back and watch the 27 to 20 to 17 loss to Minnesota for a refresher on lack of size, arm strength, and good decision making. That's the most frustrating thing about that game last week is that the defense put Heineke in the position to score basically 30 points. I mean, are you kidding me? He got the ball back at the 40 or the 50 three times in that first half, and it was punt, punt, punt. Thank God Tressway is good at his job, and he had Vikings pinned within their 10-yard line twice. But you have to pick up one first down and get in a field goal range. Taylor Heineke, when he came in for Carson Wentz, proved a spark, most notably on third down. Because Carson Wentz was taking way too many sacks. Sack, 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 sack. Nine sacks against the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm ripping my hair out of my brain watching that game because he's standing there like a statue. He doesn't move at all. Taylor Heineke comes in, all of a sudden he's moving around. He's bouncing. You beat the Packers. You beat the Colts. And he's avoiding the sacks. It was fun to watch. But he makes too many mistakes. He just does. He doesn't see the field that well. He doesn't have the arm strength, the accuracy. Either quarterback's a roller coaster. But I think the guy that's six foot five. Offers much better of a great uh, big play potential. That's how you win games in the NFL. Heineke does not defeat the Jacksonville Jaguars down by 14 in the fourth quarter. Oh, but you're going to tell me, oh no, but Heineke scored 10 points in the fourth quarter to beat the Colts. He got all the way to the red zone, couldn't get in the end zone. And then he threw it up, a prayer that Terry McLaurin came down with. And so if Carson wasn't leading the NFL in sacks, I think he's more of the obvious answer. But my reasoning for going back to Carson Wentz 
is because I don't think he's a dummy. I think he knows that he was not being a good quarterback. He, he knows he wasn't playing well. You know, everyone said he's a locker room cancer. After the game, he was taking the losses on himself. I need to play better. The offensive line played well. They gave me time. I didn't make a play. You know, I, I sailed some ball over overs receivers' heads. He was great with reporters after games and losses. And the reason I say I don't think he's a dummy is because I think he watched Taylor Heineke and he realized that being this kind of a game manager in the NFL, with your when your defense is playing as good as they are, you give yourself a shot to win. And so I think Carson Wentz, when he comes back in, because let's let's be let's face it, he's going to. Maybe because of a call from Dan Snyder. Maybe because Ron Rivera looks at the pay he's getting and sees twenty eight million. Or maybe because Taylor Heineke plays really bad on Monday Night Football against the Eagles. Either way, I truly believe we're going to see Carson Wentz again. And I believe that Carson is smart enough to fix the mistakes that he was making. Of for constantly forcing it deep. Being a statue in the pocket and taking sacks. Not dumping it out to the open receiver or the open tight end. And just taking the yards that the defense is giving you. That's the biggest difference maker in my mind. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio, 1067 The Fan. We've got Virginia Tech pregame show coming up at 1030. So final segment coming up next, your phone calls with AWOD on The Fan. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on DC Sports Radio, 106.7 The Fan. Live in the nation's capital. And real quick, I do want to give a shout-out to the Royal Rivalry, which begins today. For the first time in the Sun Belt, James Madison will face off with Old Dominion from Norfolk, Virginia. JMU 5-3 and three on the season, but just 3-2 and two in the Sun Belt. Old Dominion 3-6, and six, sitting at 2-3 and three in the Sun Belt. A chance to flip the team's in the standings if ODU can come up with the win. The Monarchs have already defeated one division rival, or should I say in-state rival, this season, defeating the Virginia Tech Hokies at the beginning of the season. Can they make it two big wins in one season? JMU in their first season in Division I college football started the season hot, 5-0, and and got up to number 25 in the rankings. But they have lack of depth and some injuries have caused three losses in a row. James Madison, though, can put up a ton of points with quarterback Todd Santeo, whereas Hayden Wolf for Old Dominion was blanked last week in a 12-0 loss to Marshall. I'm going to go with the JMU Dukes to win this one. I think it's going to be a close one here, but I do think it will go over the over-under of 48 points. I'm expecting a higher-scoring affair because both teams do not play spectacular defense. But how about that? It's going to be a ton of fun in the state of Virginia, a new rivalry, the Royal Rivalry, the Town Bank Royal Rivalry between JMU and ODU. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on The Fan. Keys to victory for Washington, all right? Keys to victory for Washington as they face off against the Philadelphia Eagles. So Washington ranked 29th in points per drive when Wentz started six games. Since Heineke took over, the commanders are ranked 22nd and 23rd, respectively, in points per drive and EPA during drive. So the offense is getting a little bit better, 
not so much improved that I'm going to stick with Taylor Heineke. The defense is the answer. The defense has 100% improved. And because of those reasons, I believe Washington has a shot to end the Philadelphia Eagles 11-game win streak and stop them at 8-0 this season. 24-8 was the last time Washington and Philly met, but all 24 of those points were scored in the second quarter. And even after a loss to Minnesota, I think there was a ton to build off of. Skins fans would kill for another double-digit lead in the fourth quarter, this time versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Keys to victory here. Keys to victory. Number one, you have to win the turnover battle. Find a way to cause a strip fumble, a strip sack on Jalen Hurts. Taylor Heineke, hold on to the ball, no interceptions. Maybe cause a turnover uh, with a muffed punt. Something like that. Maybe Benjamin St. Juice gets his first career interception. After playing well last week against Benz, uh, against Justin Jefferson, he might get his hardest test of his career against A.J. Brown. But he probably, he's probably faster than Brown. And he's got the length and size to disrupt him. That'll be a key matchup right there. Can Washington defensively cause a turnover and win the turnover battle? Number two, the rushing attack. The rushing attack. Washington ran for more yards than Philly last time these two teams met. You have to do that again. I think it's going to be huge having Brian Robinson Jr. in the lineup now. Not just in the lineup, but the starting running back. I'm looking for him to break a big one and change the game plan for Philly defensively. Make them, you know, crowd the line of scrimmage. And then Taylor Heineke hopefully can beat them over the top. And my third key to victory is same as last week. I mean, the game plan was executed to perfection against Minnesota. It just, it so was. Coming into that game, every reporter was picking Minnesota. I'm going with the Vikings. I'm going with Kirk against his old team. The Vikings are 6-1. and one. They've got Dalvin Cook. They've got Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen. You know, they just traded for tight end Hawkinson. Blah, 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 blah. I heard enough of that. Washington had a 10-point fourth quarter lead. 10-point fourth quarter lead. That game plan was executed to perfection. And even though you lost that game, that doesn't mean you just toss out the beautifully executed game plan. It means, in my opinion, you double down on it after seeing its effectiveness last week against Minnesota. Washington still has a legit shot at making the playoffs because of the remaining games on their schedule. couple cupcakes, in my opinion, with Houston, Cleveland, and the Atlanta Falcons. And because the NFC East as a whole is just so damn bad. There's a good chance Washington will be fighting for the last wild card spot in week 17 or 18. Football Outsiders says that Washington, though, has the fifthest, toughest schedule remaining because they face the teams, the league's only undefeated team in the Eagles, still have to play the Giants, who are overachieving twice, even though I think one of those games is definitely winnable. I think we probably split with the Giants. But um, you still have the Texans and the Browns on the schedule. One and six and three and five. The reason they say that we have the fifth toughest remaining schedule is because of this Eagles game. It's because of the Giants twice in their record, and it's because you still have to play the Cowboys and the Niners once. But I think the Texans, Browns, and Falcons games are very winnable. And that would give Washington a shot at sneaking in at that final wild card spot. If you want to chime in here before the end of the show, 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to my guy Mitch in Jersey. What's up, Mitch? Thanks for calling. How's it going, Adam? Hey, man, what's Hope going on with you? Well, uh, I'm 
Good. I'm heading down to Virginia in about 10 minutes. I can have a six things up around here. A little thing is a mountain for me uh, <laughs> when it comes to fiction and uh, uh, winterizing. <clears throat> winter, excuse me. I hope they run the ball. Uh, run, uh, running back is, is the strength of our team. I'd rather have Sam Howell, but let's stick with Haneke. I mean, I think Wentz is not even better than Jeff Goff. <laughs> so, wherever the season turns out, if we don't make the playoffs, I expect him to, to even take another fire, another, uh, another quarterback next year. If, I mean, I wish Sam will, I, I wish Howell wouldn't be retrograding here. But if we get, I think we have five quarterbacks picking the first round next next season. What do you think? And um, that's gonna be a good game. But Philadelphia is um, that guy Hurts is a good quarterback. Yeah, it's going to be a uh, tough one. Here's what I'll say about the quarterback situation, Mitch. Thanks for the call. Is that I think Sam Howell plays next year, and then you figure it out from there. And the reason I say that is because I have circled for a couple years now, Caleb Williams, DMV local, all right, was successful at Oklahoma. Now look what he's doing at USC. He won't be eligible for the draft this year. Next year, that's the guy I've already circled. Eventually, we're going to be the Washington Prime. We're going to have a new name. We're going to have a new coach. We're going to have a new owner. And Caleb Williams will be the starting quarterback. You heard it here first, AWOD on the fan. Caitlin, thanks for doing a great job producing the show today. Before I let everyone go, I will pick some winners real quick in the NFL. All right, you can sign up with FanDuel promo code AWOD. I've got the Buccaneers uh, covering the spread against Seattle, the first NFL game in Germany, taking uh, at ni- taking place at 9.30 a.m. on NFL Network from Munich. I've got the Vikings uh, beating the Bills. I don't know what's going on with Josh Allen. I don't trust that situation. Skipping over Lions and Bears. I've got the Titans defeating the Broncos. The Chiefs over the Jags. Dolphins get a big one over the, over the Browns. And your big game of the week is your Sunday night football matchup. Chargers at Niners. I like Justin Herbert. I'll see you guys next Saturday. Thanks for listening to The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.